It's the First Amendment, broadband style. It's a safe, well-engineered, perfectly designed machine. TalkZone.com. Internet talk radio. TalkZone.com. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with a light from above. From the mountains to the prairies to the ocean white with foam. God bless America, my home sweet home. God bless America, my home sweet home. We have such an amazing, amazing country, such a young country. Compared to many countries in the world, such a young country that has come up so fast and with such good people, such good hearts, and people who are respectful in the majority for each other, for differences, for other peoples, for animals, other for religions. natures. So inclusive, so, so much goodness. You know, in our country, uh, we hands down give more money in donations than any other country in the world. Per capita, like per, per, uh, hundred people or whatever. You know, in, in 2007, we donated 306 billion dollars to help other people who need it in any of a variety of ways. This is, this is a good country. We should be proud of our country. And look at how fast we did it. I mean, you've got countries like China who've been around forever and, you know, still haven't figured out about how to be humane or take care of animals, right, or nature. And this country is 200 and some years old and we already know that that's what you do. There is such a spiritual core in America like, I'm, like no other. You know, it's like a family that has ten children and they just expect to have ordinary children just like they were and raise up and do their deed in life. But one of the children is way ahead of even the parents. And the parents will oftentimes con- consult that one child because the, the child is sometimes, is somehow blessed beyond everyone else. Well, the United States has been blessed this way. The founding fathers, uh, the core founding fathers, there's five of them. Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, George Washington, John Adams, James Madison. They wrote the Declaration of Independence. 
And they were a core of integrous, noble people. And they, that's what the United States, you know, they argued and wrote hundreds of letters to each other trying to figure out how to do this so that you would have freedom of conscience, freedom of choice, freedom of religion with no, uh, no particular religion or no particular creed running over anybody else's. And they did it. You know, the brilliance of what they came up with and the destiny they were speaking into. And you know what's kind of interesting is many of these men were Freemasons, which for those of you who don't know about Freemasons, these are spiritually based people, not necessarily religious based, but spiritual based. So they were guided from on high every step of the way. You know, that's a very, very high destiny that this country is based on and founded on. So can you imagine these great men at a time we were fighting the British for our, you know, to own our own country? And at this time, we, we hardly had an army. It was just ragtag. So, but there was 32,000 British troops in New York, uh, 30 battleships, or, uh, yeah, 30 battleships, 1,200 cannons. Uh, you know, so they were trying to split the north of, of uh, the colonies from the south of the colonies. But you have these people, you know, these uh, founding fathers, they pledged their lives, their fortune, and their sacred honor. And, and they relied on, because they were guided, they relied on divine providence, which is the word they used a lot back then. They felt like God was moving them to stand up for their nation and make it so no religion or no creed or no king or something would run over everyone's rights, but everyone would have their rights within particular uh, laws and rules. So here, here's the core of what they did. Religious liberty with no religious dominance and uh, no unfairness. So there was freedom of conscience, freedom of choice, civil liberties with binding laws for everybody equal. It was fair uh, and it was mutual and fair, protection for everyone, uh, binding laws of justice, empowerment, and harmony for all. So that, that was what they were laying out. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. Thank you very much for joining us and sharing your July 4th with us this evening. We are your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions. We air Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN1 and our, on our C, geez, get it out, on CRN6 Thursday airs, if you get that. Uh, if you'd like to call in, uh, this evening to get a reading, we're at 1-800-336-2225. So, you know, we're going to sing more songs and I just would ask you to listen to the words because that's one of the, you know, we're singing this because of the love for America and because we're sharing love and heart, which comes through music. But these words are really, really beautiful words and even though there's a lot of um, um, conflict and chaos, uh, trying to go one way and then the other in the United States, you know, we are very grateful, Charmaine and I and many people in America, just tremendously grateful to have such a, a wonderful country. And as much as each one of us will do our part to be wonderful people, contribute for the good of our fellow man and for the good of our country, 
you know, it's going to have a longer lasting, greater impact on the world chance to survive all the um, temptations and challenges that we're being faced with. You know, I really find that in America we have an amazing range of wisdom, uh, creativity, intelligence. We're diverse. We're inclusive. We're humane. We're generous. We're conscientious. You know, and I could probably go on, but these are the positive sides of America, and it's such a great country. It just brings me to tears, the country that this is and the destiny that it has. On the flip side, we need to work harder in the areas of particularly spiritual laziness. Laziness in general, we need to work on indulgence and how we uh, are owned by our luxuries and our wants versus needs. And are, is there any way to do this easy because I don't want to do it hard and not willing to get in there and build our character day by day? There's parts of us that are too loose. You can see it all over the TV and, you know, in, in, uh, how Hollywood dresses and promotes itself in that way. And then our young people think that that's pretty cool in the way that we get too greedy and, we need to work in all these areas and, and keep working ourselves into a spiritual center. You may include religion in that if you are moved, and you do not need to if you're not moved. Spiritual is not necessarily religious. And I'd like to remind you what spirit and a spiritual path is. A spiritual path is when we start to work on those parts of ourselves that we know we need to work on. And you all know which parts of yourself that are knocking at the door. So a spiritual path is where you stop just going, oh, yeah, I know I need to deal with it, and you start to deal with it. You just take and knock a chunk off of it every single day, and that's where we start getting out of the laziness and start building ourselves better. And the more we do that, the more we'll be able to garner ourselves up as a country and get serious about the looming problems that we need to deal with. You know, there's um, many people, maybe a billion, that are imprisoned in their own country, in the, in their own government or in their own religion. They can't move from country to country or they're not free to be themselves. And uh, we aren't that way. And we are blessed. And we, we, You know, unless you saw that, maybe you wouldn't realize how lucky we are. But we are. And, you know, you know there's just... I would say probably a billion, I've been thinking about it, it's probably a billion people or more that don't have the freedom in their own country. They're imprisoned in their own country. They can't go to another country. I recently uh, read a book. Boy, what was it called? Oh, Escape from Saddam. That's what it was called. And it was about a young man who escaped out of Iraq. And talk about being in prison in your own country. You know, it isn't like those, well, many of them are in a prison, literally, but many of them aren't in a prison. Many of them were roaming the streets and working day to day, but as you read the book that this um, Louis Ashamanti or something that he wrote, as you read the book, you started to realize what, what Keith is talking about of a billion people in prison in their own country. I mean, these people were in fear all the time. 
you know, on the television in our, in Iraq before, you know, we went in there to help free these people, Saddam, every 30 minutes on TV, Saddam stops whatever movie or whatever's showing and he has, I don't know, five to seven minutes of propaganda that comes on the TV that shows Saddam Hussein, you know. Back you know, then, yeah. You know, you know, the one that we all know that, you know, is a horrible, horrible person. It shows him, uh, with flowers all around him and, and taking care of children and just glowing and smiling and telling people what a wonderful man he was. On the flip side, these people were in fear all the time. They were not allowed to leave without permission. The country, they were owned and the conditions were horrible. Many places didn't have food or water and nobody cared. So, you know, when you start thinking about our country, I mean, we have, we just, we are overflowing. I mean, even in an economy that everybody's griping about, I mean, you're still, you have it incredibly well. And do you appreciate that? Do you have deep, profound gratitude for the country that you live in? You know, if you don't appreciate it enough, or I don't appreciate it enough, we won't be willing to fight for it or speak for it or do right by it enough. So appreciation is a great motivator that maybe it seems like many of us are lacking and, and it makes me unnerved. Can you imagine what it would be like to have a planet that had the graciousness we have in our country all everywhere? You know, I believe that's where we're going. But I think we have quite a bit of work to do to get there. Boy, don't we? We have primitive warlords all over the world. Uh, we have dictators uh, all over the place that, you know, capture their people. Um, communists, to a certain level, they used to be worse in some places as bad. Islamic cultures and terrorists all over Africa, it's being raised by warlords and um, Muslims. So, you know, we're in a way better situation. It, you know, it, we're like an example, and you know, if we're too foolish of an example, you know, many will lose because we have a chance to help a lot, change a lot. You are listening to Mastering Ourselves on this 4th of July. Thank you for joining us. This is Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, helping humanity to wake up one show at a time. If you would like to call in and share your thoughts about 4th of July, one 800 336 2225 